it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What up, what up, guys? Welcome back to episode nine of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. I almost called us the Drunk Riders. <laughs> um, LFG, we're the Drunk Riders now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on one today. It's fine. We are not the drunk riders. We nope. are the theme park stand podcast. Welcome to episode nine, guys. LFG. LFG. So uh I guess we'll just start this how we've been doing it with some crazy, crazy news that's been released this week with T3 being shut down for good now. Yeah, that shit's dead. Good riddance. That's all I, I don't have that credit, and I'm kind of not sad that I won't be able to get it. <laughs> yeah, so I am a little sad because any coaster that anyone, like, I've never heard a good thing about T3. So I feel like any coaster that the whole entire community agrees is just awful. I want, yeah, I want to at least experience it and complain about it. That's true. And, even the park before it was owned by Hershen, they knew that it was terrible <laughs> and they would make fun of it. So yeah. Yeah. Good riddance to, to that, but it's sad that I don't have the credit, but also like, I'm also like kind of thankful that I don't have a headache from it. Yeah. I could imagine that that, cause is T3, this is going to be a stupid question. It, no, T3 is a Vacoma. Yeah. SLC. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was going to say a Tacoma. A Tacoma. <laughs> it's a Toyota now. <laughs> I'm fired, guys. It's a Toyota Tacoma. Um, no, I was going to say it was a Vacoma SLC, but everything's an SLC. So, Yeah. Maybe until Big Bear Mountain opens up, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe we will get a fourth type of Vacoma, but right now they're all SLCs. Yeah, so. I agree. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, so I think that's all we really have to say about T3. T3, yep. um, good riddance. Nice knowing you or not knowing you, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But we do have some exciting things. It's May 1st. Happy May 1st. And Ooh. what is going on in May? So what's going on in May is we have a bunch of coasters opening up this this month, all over the month, I believe. Uh, Dark Coaster is first, I think. Th- or that's like roughly the same as pipeline, right? With a meet, uh, with I holders. think actually Big Bear Mountain is first. Is it? Wow, I'm totally wrong. I'm now I think on fire. Big Bear Mountain is first on the on the. I, Big Bear Mountain is definitely on the twelfth. So May twelfth, we have Big Bear Mountain. I'm pretty sure the twelfth is also pipelines for pass holders. It is pipeline okay. is. I think their official opening is the twenty seventh. Yep. And their pass holder opening is the 12th. And then we have, let's look up Dark Coaster. I kind of think it's the same thing. <laughs> the I same. Dark Coaster was the 19th. Guys, we're super prepared today. Come with <laughs> us for our investigation. The 19th. Okay. So Dark Coaster is the 19th. So first we have Big Man Mountain. Then the next week we have Dark Coaster. And the week after that we have um, Pipeline. So super exciting month. Super excited for all three of those, really. Yeah, they're all going to, they're all going to be really good, I think. I like that they're all different. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't feel like we're going to get the same experience on any of them. I agree. And I think, you know, 
there is also the the dark coaster is like the wave breaker or whatever, but it's going to be different since it's all indoors and there's going to be um, like screens and you know animation and all that kind of stuff. And then it goes around twice. So I think it'll be a little different and really cool. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one because I don't I've never ridden one of those. Um, so it's going to be a new one for me. And it, I feel like it's different. It's something yeah. that we don't have in any of the Northeast parks. I think it'll be a cool addition. Yeah, and it gives Bush Gardens Williamsburg an indoor attraction, which they don't have a lot of or any other than that, right? I think if I'm trying yeah. to think back, I think that's the only that's like gonna be the main indoor attraction there. Yeah, I think you're right. Um I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only one. I think everything else is like shows. Yeah. Nice thing. I'm like trying to think through, but I, I think you're right. I think that's their only indoor attraction other than shows. So I think that the, I, that's definitely going to be a good addition to that park, I think. Yep. And it's such a beautiful like facade. Like when that, what was the other one called? Escape from Dark Castle. Yeah. Like when that closed, I was a little sad because that facade is so gorgeous. Um, so I'm really excited that they're repurposing it. And not only that, but we're getting a coaster out of it. So, yep. I agree. And then going from one Intamin to possibly another Intamin with Dragster. If anybody hasn't seen the updates of aerial photos, which I don't know how these are being... <laughs> I know that's drone photos, but I don't know how they're still being taken. If the, Maybe Cedar Point is letting this happen. I don't know. But uh, there are three footers in the ground for in that huge area that, um, that they've dug out in, in the middle of iron dragon yeah it's definitely i feel like it's really hard at this point to say it's anything but a spike yeah i agree i think the only question at this point is is it a straight spike or is it twisted i think that's the main thing and then also who's the manufacturer you know you have your two main roll. it is yeah. the hardline roll maverick yes I mean, if if it's the Heartline roll on Maverick, then it has to be an Intamin coaster, right? Yes. Gotta be. Come on, I'm yes. hoping for it anyway. It's an Intamin. We love Intamin. Yep. Um, yeah, but um, if you guys have not seen the update, I did make sure to go on our Twitter page. Um, it is TTPS underscore podcast, um, and retweet that for you guys. So if you want easy access to that, it's retweeted from the um, I believe the original source. So definitely worth checking out and of course we want to hear your thoughts on it too but i if you think it's anything but a spike we for sure want to hear from you yeah and then just like i was just looking at it as well those those footers that they have there i don't know they're huge they're massive so it's gonna i would say it's probably gonna be a pretty decently sized spike yeah i'm very interested to see what this is gonna be very interested yeah the uh the 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 enthusiast in me that has called cedar point one of my home parks for many many years um that's ridden dragster in its original form many 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 times never got a rollback i'm hoping it's a forward launch first in and then you know kind of up and then down so i get a rollback finally <laughs> that is Yep. That is so funny because the amount of people that I know that do have rollbacks. 
risks. Yeah. <laughs> For you to be there and ride it so many times and not have a rollback is just like, sorry, it is a little comical. It is. And it's it's sad for me just because, you know, I probably have a little over a hundred rides on it or something like that. And yeah, never got a rollback. Did I say a little over a hundred? That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, that's for another day. That's for another day. We will talk about Dragster. Um, I can't really talk much about Dragster, but uh, other well, than Paw <laughs> is king. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it definitely has outlived Dragster now. Well, uh, yeah, they're I think even. they're even now, right? This year, they'll be even on lifespan. Yeah, I think so. about. Yeah, because they're only like a... They were two years apart, I believe. Yeah, two years, two thousand three and two thousand five, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, I'm sure we'll, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about some more updates when we get more pictures of whoever's doing this is doing an amazing job and not getting caught or something. <laughs> unless, yeah. the, unless this is the teasing for it the whole time, I don't know. Really, it's I, weren't there people on Twitter that were going off and saying that this was Tony Clark. Well, that uh, that the uh, the Twitter handle is like updates for Cedar Point's top throw dragster or something like that. The name of the page, and they are retweeting these. And like, I don't know if it's like sarcastically or if it's if it is Tony. Then I mean, I think that they're doing this on purpose. Yeah, like that would be like the best marketing point ever to get everyone like so invested in this and just have some like, yeah off account doing stuff but <laughs> well the thing know. is is like he did the same thing for uh steel vengeance did he he had a page like something something about mean streak right you know like updates about mean streak or something like that oh like the guy running the top door dragster page yeah whoever it is if it is tony he did steel vengeance and now the updated dragster i know i did know that and i think they had one for iron guazi too really yeah, I don't know if it was the same person, but there was an Iron Gwazi update one too. Okay. Um, there's been a couple, and sometimes they'll like reactivate the Mean Streak one and comment on the other ones. Yeah. I don't, know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else do we have? Oh, we have Indiana Beach. Indiana Beach announced. I honestly thought they were getting a new coaster. Um. Chris was so kind to tell me that they're getting a Schwarzkopf that's being moved, which I'm all for, but. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the coaster when it was in Mexico, but. Um, it... I have it here, but I am like the whitest of bitches in the world. There's not a chance that I can get this pronunciation right, so I'm, I'm not going to try. Tell me, is it on our our CDB yet? <laughs> <laughs> I can send you it. Hold on, this is what we're doing here, guys. I there's not a chance I'm gonna try and do a pronounce these words right. Oh, there it is. Okay, so it was. Yep, it was at Cumera, I believe, is the park. I don't know how if that's how you spell it, but <laughs> or say it. Yeah, um, I can't really help oh the coaster's name was cumera oh i was looking at the park name yeah um, so the park or the coaster was chimera which um 
is now being relocated to Indiana Beach, and it's been sitting there for actually like two, two or three years. It's been sitting there since September twenty eighth of twenty nineteen when it had a unfortunate accident. Um, now I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I, I'm pretty sure I thought it was this, but it doesn't say anything on. I guess it may not say that on our CBD. That's the what wiki page, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the wiki page. So the official closing of the ride was the day of the accident, September 28th, 2019. And then on October 13th, the Mexican authorities shut down the park as a whole. Yeah. So I'm um, going to say that I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was probably park neglect on that coaster that caused this and not the um, coaster itself. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. Um, so it says the accident led to government officials investigating. Oh, wait, hold on. I missed the other part. Um, they found um, little to no maintenance on the ride was to blame. And the track supports and trains were deteriorating because the coaster was being run much faster than it was intended. Yikes. Um, so on, on top of the maintenance not being performed, the coaster was being run much faster than it was supposed to be, which is just a recipe for disaster. And unfortunately it caused a, um, caused an accident, but yeah, it's been sitting there since that accident and it's now being relocated to Indiana beach. Um, which like kudos to them for this marketing. Cause I really did. I didn't look into it, but I really thought they were getting a new coaster yeah. like built from the ground up. And I was kind of surprised when you said it was a Schwarzkopf. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I'll, I'll ride it. I mean, I'm. I'm thinking that are the standards of maintenance and things have to be a certain way here in the states. So I'm not that worried about it. Exactly. That's um. That's exactly where my thoughts are too. Like our maintenance is much better, and our um, like codes are much better. So I feel like if it's being put in in a park in the United States, like it probably is being inspected pretty thoroughly. It's being um, fixed. Um, and it also, this accident from what I was reading is almost identical to the other, to Mindbender's accident. Mm. Um, and that ran safely for years and years after that accident. Um, yeah. I believe that accident happened in the eighties. Um, and all they, I think they ended up changing the cars, but it, yeah, it happened, I think 87 and it ran until 2020. So, yeah. and it ran safely until then. So, um, as much as we don't like to hear about these accidents, they, they really do cause changes in maintenance and cause a lot of that. Um, so I definitely yeah. think it coming to the States and getting the care and, like maintenance that it needs is going to be like, I definitely think it's going to be a good addition to that park, even though it has a not great history. Right. I agree. And I think that it's also awesome that we're getting another Schwarzkopf in the States. I will. Yeah. I will always love having another Schwarzkopf in the States. Um, yeah. I absolutely love Schwarzkopf. So I did miss Scorpion last Whenever I was at Bush Gardens, Tampa, I didn't get to ride Scorpion with my friend who has never ridden a Schwarzkopf, which made me very sad. But um. I got you. You remember, and I hate to change the subject, but I'm on a, it just made me think of this. Last week, I believe, is either last week or the episode before we talked about 
it was last week because we, you went to Bush Gardens, Tampa, and I was talking to you about Sand Serpent, and it was closed down. So the rumor is they're moving it somewhere else in the park, and they're going to open that whole area because the the Fe- or Phoenix is gone, the swinging ship or whatever, the pirate ship, and they might add a f- like a family coaster there. So I was I heard those rumors too, and then actually I kind of forgot about them, but they did also put in those permits for demolition uh-huh. um of some building and it doesn't say which building but that would like kind of make sense if they're doing something more with that area there um but also like all demolish sand serpent like goodbye <laughs> <laughs> who wants a freaking wild mouse i hate wild mouses i hate them more than arrows <laughs> Oh man, and there's a new one opening up at Cedar Point in like three days. <laughs> I will say that that one, like, I feel like the new ones because they're so hefty, but those old ones, like, they bring me that high in the air and then they make me feel like I'm going to yeet over the side. I would rather actually jump out of the car. Okay. Than ride one. Well, um, I have, I, uh, I definitely have some, I definitely have some, uh, something to say about wild mice coasters when we get to the, section here in a, in a minute um yeah <laughs> yeah guys we're just all over the place this episode that's it for our news on indiana beach um we're excited <laughs> for the actual maintenance the maintenance that this coaster is going to get um because a schwarzkopf deserves it and then also um sand serpent might be moving that's the rumor there you um, go. <laughs> we're like all over the place this episode <laughs> i love it um, but yeah, I think that's it for the news, unless we can think anything else. Um, nope. Nope. I don't think so. Um, me neither. So, yeah, I think we are keeping it pretty brief, but we do have some really good questions this week. Um, so, keeping kind of brief on the news part, but... Oh, wait, hold on, you went to Kennywood. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I never put it in the... Guys. It's okay. I was, that's why I was going to say I had something to say about wild mice, mouse, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, I did go to Kennywood early spur of the moment because I was supposed to do something else. So that's something else kind of, we canceled that because of the weather. It's been, the weather's been up really bad up here in like Ohio, Pennsylvania area the past few days. But um, supposed we were supposed to go to Lakemont Park for a behind the scenes tour of Leap the Dips and... Uh, What's their other coaster there? Um, I don't know if it's a coaster. Skyliner? I think it's Skyliner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then whatever else is going on in the park and everything. So uh, we are rescheduling that. So I was already in Pennsylvania. So I said, you know what? Kennywood's got a deal on tickets uh, today. I'm just going to go do that. So I ended up at Kennywood not expecting to ride coasters. And there there I was. And it was not busy at all. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever um, been to Kennywood? I have not. It's on my list this year. Okay. Um, well, did you yeah. ride Jackrabbit? I did. Jackrabbit is mint. Mm-hmm. I've been told that Jackrabbit is one that like, I absolutely have to ride. Yeah. You definitely got to do that. But you also definitely have to do the Exterminator. <laughs> what is the Exterminator? So, I don't know if I've been told about that one. So the Exterminator is a... Fully enclosed wild mouse. <laughs> and I believe it's 
the only one left in the States made by Revachon, which is an old French manufacturer, um, which I believe Zamperla bought the rights to all their stuff. Okay. I think for the States, I think that Revachon still makes rides overseas in Europe and stuff, but I don't know for a fact, um, but it is, it's great. I don't know what it is. It's my second favorite coaster at Kennywood. Really? So I will say that enclosed wild mouse, because I can't really tell how high I am in mm -hmm. the air. I like them a lot more. Um, so I, steaming. I, yeah, I was going to say that looking at the entrance to this ride, like just looking real quick when I'm Googling and the cars, like uh, this looks like they did some quality, like for Kennywood, this is yeah. some pretty quality theming. Yeah. I mean, it's, I will say this, it's a little outdated now, but it's still cool. And like, it's totally like, it's, 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 it's pitch black in there, but not, it's to the point, there's like enough light so you can barely kind of see. And then you're hitting those, you know, hairpin turns and just spinning and it's black, it's almost dark in there. And then it goes down a little bit and it's a little bit lighter and it has like air that pops out at you and whatever, but it's pretty cool. I like it. I, I enjoy my rides on that. I'll definitely have to. I didn't even know that was a thing. That the entrance alone makes me want to ride it. Yeah, and then obviously Phantom's Revenge is out of this world. Yeah, I've very rarely heard a bad thing about that ride. Yeah, um, didn't have to. I the first I went. So when I got there, I got there. The park opened at eleven. I got there around like eleven forty-five and walked straight onto Skyrocket which normally has a super long line. Um, really fun ride. I enjoy that. It's like it's Premier's first take at their like Skyrocket series. Um, okay. And I believe it's the only one in the States that I'm aware of. Um, yeah, I didn't even know that they had like a first attempt. Yeah, the first gen Skyrocket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Funny, and I've never seen this done, but the pictures turn out great, but the, the on-ride photo is ran by an iPhone. What? Yes. And when, you, when you're on, they're like, when you're on the launch, there's uh, where the, your on-ride photo would be. And I was walking up, I noticed that it was an iPhone. So I went to check out the photo after the ride, and you wouldn't be able to tell. That's crazy. Yeah. But also, like, I swear that whatever cameras they use for on-ride photos, like, I swear they take, like, the oldest and the worst camera they could possibly buy for the time. So I'm not shocked that the iPhone camera is better. Yeah. No, but that's, I mean, save you a bunch of money. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that's a lot cheaper than those big clunky cameras that Parks put up on their coasters. Yeah, and you could probably put new ones, like, every two or three years and get a newer camera, and it probably works out perfectly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I rode that, ended up riding that twice. Um, the first time I got st stuck on it for about five minutes, <laughs> the restraint wouldn't come up all the way. And then it <laughs> broke down as soon as I got off it. So I was like, whew. Um, but then it was up again later. But Jackrabbit is great. Um, oh, I just looked at this premiere, the Skyrocket. Interesting, isn't it? It is interesting, like, where some points it has the, like, I'm very intrigued because at some points with the inversions, it has, like, the 
the old school, like when you look at their like indoor coasters, like Runaway Mountain or the Flight of Fear, Flight is that Fear. where it has just the two rails, but then it has the like there's spots of it where it has that third rail in it, like the um, like Mr. Freeze and the Skyrockets. And that's like really interesting that they change. Like, I feel like I see seeing manufacturers change their style of track like decade to decade or like generation to generation, I feel like I see, but like Intamin box track to their modern track. Um, but it's weird to see it like throughout the coaster going back and forth for their track styles. Well, and I, I can you consider that on like Millennium Force and on Maverick, Intamin uses the box track and then also a triangle track oh i've never noticed that but that might yeah. be because a lot of the rides not as accessible to see right right so and i think it has to do with some of the forces on the track as well so when you see intamin's box style track i think those are your higher higher forces where it needs more support like their new style it like is it has the double spine or the single spine yeah so but yeah um and yeah. I think, uh, going back to Kennywood, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I did Thunderbolt. I probably shouldn't have. It's not my favorite. Um, <laughs> I, I posted something about on Twitter. I was like, man, Thunderbolt, yikes, this is terrible. <laughs> and then Kennywood saw that and was like, bruh. I was like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, there's this one, it's, you know, and maybe I just rode in the wrong seat. Somebody told me I rode in the wrong seat. So I will give it another try in a different, just, I just won't ride it in the front. There's like this jolt that hits you real hard right before you hit the chain lift. And I was like, well, my back is broken, but. <laughs> my back is broken. Okay. That's me on every wooden coaster except for Thunderhead. No, but I do apologize, Kenny Wood, if you hear this. I don't know if you will or not, but I'll give it another shot and I take I'll take my words back. I will I'll give it another shot. <laughs> I'll give it a shot and I will probably talk poorly on it, but I will say good things about Phantom's Revenge. Yes. Yep, Phantom's Revenge is great. Uh, um I didn't end up writing Steel Curtain or Racer. Um oh. I was just going around doing other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could do without Racer, but man, no steel curtain. Was it yeah. just like long lines? No, it wasn't long lines. I every time I looked over there, I I didn't notice it running. Um, so I just went and got in line for something else, and then uh, yeah. I did get in line for it once, and there was a short delay, and it started to rain, so I got out of line. And I went to go get food then, and then I rode other stuff, and then I I didn't notice it running again throughout the day. I it could be just be it was long dispatches, so it could have just been that. But I rode other stuff just to make my day useful there. So I still don't have that credit. So hopefully soon. <laughs> so when you yeah. go back, let me know. I'll meet you there. <laughs> or yeah, you I will. I want that's one that I'm going because I like that's one that I really want to go to ride too. Who is the manufacturer on that? Is that Premier too? That is an S and S. I and... wouldn't have guessed that. Okay, I don't really know much. Again, I don't like. I don't know much about Kennywood. Yeah, so I mean, it looks great. I'm, I'm not really big on inversions. That's not my like favorite thing, and it has the most inversions in the United States. So, 
I don't think I knew that either. What? Yeah, it has I'm I'm pretty sure it still holds the record for the most inversions in the states. Obviously, you have the smiler, that's the most in the world. That is insane. Does it really? I'm pretty sure. It also has the tallest inversion in the world, I believe. Um, it does for sure say it's the tallest coaster in PA. Yes. Oh yeah, look at that first inversion. I don't look. I it's like over two hundred feet tall or something like that. Yeah, two twenty. I I know I've mentioned this on like previous episodes, but I'm very big into like, especially if I haven't been to a park, unless the park has, it, unless the coaster has like a lot of history. Like I don't look into parks. Yeah. This way, like I know. The majority of coasters, and I know a lot of them exist, but I don't really know all that much. Yeah, it has nine inversions. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I still need to get it. So when you go there, let me know, and I'll try to come get that credit then, too. <laughs> yeah, and inversions are my thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm all about height and speed. Yeah. Airtime. I like airtime. I you speed? I love my, I, I love Intamin's inversions and RMC's inversions. Like, I love UVNM, but yeah, you know those what? Inversions aren't my preference. You're exactly right. Like, those don't bother me as much as BM inversions. Yeah, I don't know what it is about BM's inversions, but they, I do like, I have a place in my heart for BM. I grew up at Six Flags Great Adventure. Like, yeah. BM, for the longest time, I swore BM was always going to be my favorite manufacturer. But it's just like after getting more exposure to RMC and Intamin, like BM just lacks grace in their inversions. Yeah. They really do. And it's crazy because Intamin goes so fast over a lot of these inversions and they're whippy and they're intense, but they're just a like they're just a lot more comfortable than yeah. I, I would agree. I think it's really weird for me because <clears throat> riding like an RMC or an Intamin with inversions, I am perfectly fine. But if I if I get on, say, like Gatekeeper or something like that, and I get off that and I'm like dizzy and like, I'm like, man, what the heck did I just ride? But I don't know what it is about that. I think it's just because they go through their inversions so slow that it just gives my like my brain time to like, whoa, what are you doing? And then... yeah. It's definitely a very different experience, and it's really hard to explain. Yeah, it's very hard to explain, but it's a very different experience. And I I don't know if I've ridden any other coasters, really, with a lot of inversions from SNS. So, I mean, obviously you have the 40 free spins, and then you have Max Force. And I don't think there's I don't think there's any other like coaster coasters from SNS in the States. Yeah. Is there a wooden one somewhere? Is there is that overseas? I don't know if it's overseas, but there is a wooden one at, at least a wooden one. Yeah. Other types, list of roller coasters. And somebody was talking to me um, about that. And with all the issues that Steel Curtain had over the years with them trying to keep it open and everything. It, it, is that why we're not seeing anything else from SNS other than 40 free spins being built like an access coaster that 
has been around, like the prototype's been out for a few years and nobody's gotten one. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, it seems like most of what they're operating, and this is just like a quick, oh, I guess not. They originally did wooden coasters. They still have a handful in um, operation, including Hellcat at Clemenson Park, okay. which isn't known for being a good one. Um, it's known for being absolutely awful. <laughs> but, I mean, they have a decent amount. There's Indiana Beach has a coaster by them. Uh, there are also, though, a lot that have been discontinued, like all over the world, removed, closed. Um, I forgot about the, I forgot about Iron Hog or whatever that one's called. <clears throat> Iron Hawk. Iron oh. Hog. Oh. Indiana Beach. I think it's Iron, is it Iron oh. Hog? Let me see the Indiana Beach one. Steel Hog. Steel Hog. Iron mm -hmm. Steel, whatever, same thing. Yeah, close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, I don't, I don't but know, those but are all those are all before steel curtain. Yeah, it Oh, they have Gale Force. That's right. That Castaway Cove. I forgot they did that. Yeah. Oh, it was Mayhem. I didn't I don't know why I thought Merlin's Mayhem was a Vacoma. Oh, the family coaster. Suspended yeah. coaster. Yeah, but that that ride is supposed to have like some of the best theming. Like, yeah, yeah, they were like the person I was talking to me. They're like, if you've noticed since they put in Steel Curtain, and that has had bad a bad rap for downtime and everything. In fact, it was closed all of 2020. Um, and is that why we're not seeing any major looping coasters from SNS? Like, how they were at, their their question to me was, how do you mess up? Like, how do you, like, not mess up, but, like, what can go wrong on just a normal lift hill looping coaster? Yeah. But, yeah, it looks like since, you're right, since Steel Curtain, the only things that have opened are Max Force, Launch Coaster, which is in China, and they did build another one for China. It says it's an air-launched coaster, but it's in storage. Yeah. So it was built in 2021, but not constructed yet and then obviously tumbili but well yeah the rest of them are like they do have a handful of 4d free spins after that um it looks like four or five of them hopefully um, they can figure it out so they can i mean and from what i hear steel curtain is a great coaster i mean it's not over the top like top i mean top 10 in your you know top 20 in your ride count but still decent i hear from what i hear and i guess the inversions are not like disorienting even though there's one right after another after another after another yeah and i could be way off with this too but didn't rmc collaborate on them for the tracks for the free free spins i believe so i believe so yeah so most of their installments aren't even like fully them at this point like they're getting help from rmc and even is, like see they're like best known coaster dota dumpa is like sitting there not operating because it's too powerful <laughs> well that was the same thing too wasn't that like the same idea with hypersonic slc xlc yeah that I think that was just a, had so much maintenance issues on that yeah uh, it it is crazy there are other 
Yeah. I mean, maybe though they too, like they do still open a decent amount of like drop towers. Um, yes, they do. Cream and swings. Like what's they're, the, they're flat. Their flat ride game is great. Yeah. So maybe they're just focusing on that because they do that really well. Yeah. They definitely yeah, you go do. wrong with the screaming swing. I know you don't like it, but I, yeah. they're fun. That's what I hope Kings Island gets one eventually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love them, but I I do see the um, appeal for them. I definitely do. Yeah. So anything else that Kennywood? Now that we really are derailing this episode, we're all over. Yeah, I mean. Exterminator, top two in the park for me. Um, maybe until I get on Steel Curtain, we'll see. Um, food was good. I did their Ghost Ghostwood Estates Dark Ride. That was fun. Um, shooting Dark Ride. Um, I, I yeah, it was a good trip. I can't wait to go back. Um, just so I can get some, you know, a revenge ride on Thunderbolt. Sorry, Kennywood. <laughs> Sorry again. <laughs> you can do that to Kennywood. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be Thunderbolt's biggest fan. Oh, that seems like a stretch. It's a Woody. And I, what's crazy is you can't ride alone. You can't? So, no, you can't ride. You have to be paired up. So I had to ride with, you know, someone random. And <laughs> when we were getting on the ride, I realized they said the smaller person going first, and they were definitely smaller than me. So I'm sitting here when it's turning, and I was just like crushing them. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I wonder if that's like a restraint issue or something. That's kind I of I think so because it turns so like abruptly that you're like, I'm guessing you're sliding all over that seat. Yeah, and I all think right. it's. I don't know if it's a but no, it's not a buzz. I think it's a buzz bar. It's buzz bars with seatbelts. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. So maybe they're concerned. I don't know. Maybe it's a, like a safety standard for like buzz bars. Yeah, at least um, for that part anyway. I, yeah, at least for that part. <laughs> um, hold on. Did you do Flynn's fire training? No, but I saw it. Those little kids riding the squirting oh the water. <laughs> yeah, but do you like? Oh my, is it? When we went to Legoland, me, Sarah, Tim, and Taylor did their fire training attraction, and it was the most fun I ever had. It was so much fun. You had to, like, pump the truck to the one side and then get out and fight the fire and then come back in. But you were like, they put you to work. We wow. were breaking a sweat. It was a lot of fun, though. If it's anything like that, I will be riding that all day. I don't need a coaster. I will be crushing kids on that ride. Screw you, kid. I'm Screw winning. Screw you, kids. <laughs> You're the best. We did beat all the kids at Legoland. There you go. And we and that's what you got to do. So, you have to do that. Yeah, they need to learn to lose young. Yeah. You can't win everything all the time. Exactly. Let the adults win something. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's, go. let's go to questions now. <laughs> guys i'm making up for the fact that i was so dead last week for the fact that i'm just on one this week so you're welcome <laughs> um all right question number one um i said i was gonna move this one down but i think we can leave it at the top okay um this is, this is a good one by the way yeah this is a really good one this one had me thinking for sure um this is aaron the ride factor 
says, if you owned a theme park, had ultimate control and budget to create the ideal overall location, what are your top three priorities to make it the perfect spot for everyone? And what would you name it? Okay. So I'll stab, I'll take my stab at this first. So when I, I thought we had to pick a location where we're going to put the park as well. So I did that. So my location is somewhere between Houston and Louisiana. Uh, I think there's a big population there. And I think most of the theme parks in Texas are a little bit more West, if I'm right. So that also kind of lets people that used to go to Jazzland or Six Flags New Orleans, something else down there. Uh, but got to find something that's not in a flood zone. Um, because, yeah. you know, they get hurricanes down there. And then the name for my park is going to be Dixie Point Park. <laughs> Dixie Point Park because it gives you the something of the South. It gives me something that you know. Hopefully, it'll be a Cedar Fair Park, and I'll be the general manager there. So, and park obviously. Um, so, number one is great sit-down restaurants with you know big restaurants, entertainment, and very very large restrooms for people that are very nice and well maintained. We um, need those Cedar Point. Um, and then great family rides, you know, a lot of family rides that are, you know, all over the place with their thrill, you know, for, for everyone to do. And then last but not least, an Intamin mega coaster, like Hyperion. Mega coaster. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely... I'm definitely with you for most of them. I, mine are pretty similar, if I'm being honest. Um, so my name, I couldn't think of a name, so the name is going to be Talon at Dorney Park. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't pick a location, but I picked out, I read this as my three priorities when choosing a location. Yeah. Um, so mine was accessibility, um, tourism and taxes and incentives. So um, accessibility, because I the first thing that comes to mind is Dollywood. Like I never went to Dollywood for 25, 26 years of my life because it's not an easy park to get to. You have to fly into Knoxville, then you need to get a car, then you need to like, it's not an easy park to get to. It's not very accessible for the average person. Um, it makes it a very expensive park. Then we have like tourism, definitely want to go somewhere where at least a surrounding city has the tourism to support a park. Um, and then taxes and incentives, because if the park is, if the park is saving on taxes and incentives and it costs less to build the park, then it's going to cost less to sell the tickets for entrance. And again, it comes down to accessibility. That accessibility is going to be um, the main priority. And then this is where I said we kind of have the same answer. So I have to make it the perfect park once it's built. Um, I have bars and restaurants. Um, then theming. This one kind of um, kind of where you were saying with the family rides, like not even just having a lot of family rides, but having a lot of quality family rides and dark rides and attractions. Um, thinking of like, I know Disneyland is like a different world, but thinking of Disneyland or thinking of um, the dark ride that they collabed with Meow Wolf on at Elitch Gardens, um, like that type of theming or like Monster Mansion at Six Flags Over Georgia, 
Um, I feel like having quality family attractions, not just really cheap theming is going to bring that. And then of course, thrill rides, which is probably going to be an intimate as well. (laughs) Always for life. Intimate for life. L Y F. L Y F L F G. (laughs) All right. So moving on with our, you know, our regular, you know, I think we're going to have to have him on the show eventually, but Cedar Kev, um, with the question, which Bush Gardens Park do you prefer in in terms of theming? Uh, I don't want to say Williamsburg, but Williamsburg. Um, if all of Bush Gardens Tampa was themed like the Egypt section, it'd be different, but it's not. There are parts of that park that really lack theming. Um, so yeah, Williamsburg. Yeah, uh, that would be the same answer for me. Um, you know, it may be recency biases because I've been there more recent, but I, it was just an all. That's my all-around favorite, like, landscaped park or whatever with with theming and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that it is, like, in – I do think that this is really, like, almost not fair to compare the parks, though, because I do think that – Theming for European countries has so much more opportunity than theming for, I, I believe it's all from countries in the continent of Africa, right? Isn't that the theme mm-hmm. of Tampa? Yeah. Um, I just think like the building styles, um, like, cause a lot of, a lot of those building styles are more open air. Yeah. So I, I think that it also is like a little unfair to compare them because the actual theming that they're going after is way different, but yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. You got more opportunities with Europeans because European countries with there's so much stuff you could do. Exactly. And they're so different. And there's like, I also kind of think that they play into like, I don't want to say like stereotypes, but they definitely play into like, when you think of Irish people, you think of this pub. Like, they're definitely playing into that a little bit where you don't really have as much of that with a lot of the countries in, the in like, Africa. So, yeah, yeah I definitely think it's, it's a little unfair to compare them, but the answer is definitely Williamsburg. Yeah, when, you're, when you walk to each different section in Williamsburg, you know exactly, like, which country you're in. Exactly. And whereas in Tampa, it could be because of exposure. Like, media exposure isn't as good, like those kinds of things as well but like when you walk through the countries in tampa you're not getting as clear of a defined yeah i picture more tampa more of like a continent compared to each individual country just because it's all like roughly the same stuff there all over but egypt like Mm -hmm. it's like the park is all one theme and then you have egypt yeah and yeah it's very, like, it's not nearly as well done, I don't think. It's still a beautiful park. I still absolutely love it. Um, I, I just don't think it's necessarily fair to compare those two parks. Um, yep. So that brings us, we have uh, Mitchell asks, imagine the cable lift on Millennium Force being removed for a launch. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a launched Giga Coaster? <laughs> what in the sky rush on crack? 
Yeah, I mean, I could only imagine, say you have, obviously, Mavericks launch up and over Millennium Forces Hill. I mean, that's going to be, that's insane. That'd be a really fast drop. And I think that that turnaround is definitely, would be some graying out for sure. <laughs> you like probably I-305 level turnaround. I'd say so, yeah. Oh my gosh. I want it. I would ride it. <laughs> I would ride it. Yeah, I think I would ride it too. I definitely would ride it. Not I think. I don't know who I'm playing. I would ride yeah. it. Is it, it an intimate? And am I breathing? Yes, I'm writing it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Okay, so this question here <laughs> is going to be great. So um, countdown to cheese car, which is only a couple days. Do you submit to the mighty power of the cheese car? Maybe, but I do definitely submit to the mighty power of the big dump truck on that thick ass cat. <laughs> I can't even, I'm cracking up. Oh, yeah, that is, that's a booty, that's for sure. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, thick cat on the cheese car. <laughs> yeah, all hail Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, You guys have fun riding the new Wild Mouse. I will be staring at Dumpy. Yeah, I'll be there opening day, so we'll see. Woohoo! Please send pics. Yeah, send if you guys, if anybody out. sees me there, I'm going to be with, I think, uh, Josh from Station Wait, so we'll be hanging out together. So, if you see us, come say hello. And send pics of the thick cat. Yeah. Dump pics. <laughs> send dump truck pics. <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> Ejector Coasters. He said, if you could add one coaster to any park, what would it be? I'm adding an Intamin Blitz to Kings Island, and that's all I have to say. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I feel like I can't say, like, a similar answer, but I'm adding an Intamin Blitz <laughs> to the park. <laughs> well, if it's a different park, that'd be cool. I mean, which park would you add one to? Dorney Park. Dorney Park. Yes. Ryan, make it happen. Come on. Oh, my gosh. If I could have town in an Intamin Blitz, I'd never leave. Yeah. And dueling Intamin Impulse Coasters when they get Steel Venom. Let's go. I can't believe you're bringing this back up. <laughs> you're the only person that wants this, Chris. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. you So... So an intimate blitz at Dorney. Yes. And at Kings Island. I mean, it makes sense. Come on, Cedar Fair. Make it happen. We want more. We need you guys to work with intimate again. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's all that matters at this point in time. Yes. Please work with intimate and maybe work with RMC again. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm very into RMCs. Yeah. Yeah. I like those one and two, one and two right there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, me, Miku, right? Miku. Believe, yes, I believe that. So I have to say this at first. Go Knicks. They beat the Cavs. So <laughs> anyway, um, he says El Toro or Voyage. And this is going to be difficult because I think we each have only one of these credits. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, you go ahead. You go first. Well, I don't have a choice. I might have a choice by the end of the summer. But um, my answer is El Toro. Because I've never ridden Voyage. And 
I only have one choice because I've only ridden Voyage and haven't ridden El Toro. <laughs> um, so we will add this to whatever our episode is. What were we? Um, we're gonna have to go back and listen. We're fighting after we ride stuff. We're we're debating things. This is gonna be. I'm gonna have to make a document. This is gonna yeah, be yeah. Was Steel Vengeance and Iron Guazi. Oh, that's right. one of them. There was yeah. another one. What was the other one? I don't know. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to go back and listen, or if we can remember which episode. Yeah. It is. Um... There's homework for listeners. Which episode is it? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah. So. Sorry. So that's the answer. But stay tuned because this is definitely gonna be after we both ride El Toro and Voyage. This is definitely gonna be a debate episode. Yes, um, for sure. And I'm literally taking notes on it right now, so we don't forget. Um. All right. So then that brings us to our next question. Sorry, guys. Thanks for staying tuned while I took my notes. <laughs> Back to uh, regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> you're re regularly <laughs> that. Um. So coaster heat. Um. They said, are you guys coming to the Memorial Day weekend meetup at Dorney Park? And if so, Theme Park Daddy, can we get a ride on Talon? And also, we would love to help you promote this. Um, we'll definitely share this post for sure. Um, they did ask if we could promote it. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we're going to be sharing this post. It's going to probably be a pretty cool meetup, I think. They're doing a lot of advertising for it. I think they also had someone pretty big in the community design their like poster for it, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll share some info on that, but they're doing a meetup. However, I'm sorry. Go, Chris. I was just saying that is going to be May 26th and 27th of this year. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm on a roll today. <laughs> I my thoughts are coming out way quicker than I can even think them. Um, so Chris is gonna have fun editing this one. Um, good. We're throwing it all in there. We're just oh great! So you guys get to hear all my chaotic ass thoughts. <laughs> I'm not even thinking. My ADHD is unhinged today. <laughs> this is gonna be our most popular episode by far. Jen <laughs> <laughs> definitely took a line of coke before going on this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they are doing a meetup on Memorial Day weekend, the 26th and 27th. We, however, will not be attending. Um, rip. yep. Uh, prior engagements that have recently come about <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, but next time is if they have another one, you know, hopefully we can get to that one. But yeah, uh, but we're still promote it because they are our friends, and that's what good friends do. Yeah, we definitely um, we definitely wanted to come, both of us, but we both had some other stuff going on. Um, so we couldn't make it work, unfortunately. However, to answer the ride on Talon part, any other time you guys go to Dorney Park, let me know, and I will happily ride Talon with you. Yep, and if it's a, if it's a Saturday, I can try to get there to leave real early and get there. So let me know if you go on a Saturday. I don't know how busy Dorney gets on Saturdays, but... What's the worst I could have? Buy a fast pass? <laughs> Talon is worth the wait. Okay, there you go. LFG. LFG. So, um, oh, yeah, LFG, guys. LFG. Yeah. LFG, coaster heat. Let's go. Okay, anyway. Uh, Lamps and Coasters says, or asks, I'm sorry, 
Uh, what cities have the best reach for theme parks? Um, so I think anything from Philadelphia to Richmond. Okay. Um, because no matter where you're at in the area, you have at least a couple parks within like two hours. Um, and then you also have like you're within like weekend distance to other parks. So you have like from where I'm at right now, I'm eight hours. So I'm in the Philadelphia area. I'm eight hours from Cedar Point, about eight hours from Kings Island, eight hours from um, Carowinds four hours from bush garden so like everything is eight hours is a stretch for a weekend but it's doable if you yeah. want to weekend so i think anything along that coast there yeah uh so i went with orlando um just because of all the dense amount of attractions that are in the city itself and then also you know tampa's not too far and then if you want to do a weekend trip you can you know go up to atlanta for six flags or I don't know other things, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I picked Orlando just because there's so much stuff to do in one city that that could take up a whole week, just going to one park by itself. Yeah. And the win for Orlando is the fact that you are a year, you're in a year round area. So you yeah. don't have to worry about closures. Whereas these cities that I'm mentioning, you only have four months of the year. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are year round, but um, you mostly only have the four months of the year. Yeah. So being I can see in, yeah, being in Columbus isn't too bad because you have, you know, Kings Island, Cedar Point, Holiday World, Dollywood's only six hours away. Uh, Chicago's only six hours away for Great America. And then everything in Pennsylvania, I think it was only seven hours to get to Philly. So, yeah, that's true. Percy, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't even think about like some of those smaller parks like Holiday World. Yeah. And then like Kennywood and Waldemere and lakemont and all those parks that you can get to on your way to other parks yeah that makes sense i didn't really think about that um but yeah i think those are all good choices i dig it i'll dig it and that brings us to our last question and it's kelly from exploring forces and she says what or she now i'm gonna i said she says she asked, what does your ideal coaster weekend trip look like? So my ideal coaster weekend trip would be to go to um, a park that has a lot of intimate. So say Hershey. So Hershey Park and then on my way there, maybe, you know, hit the last couple of hours of open time at Kennywood or something like that. And then drive over to Hershey um, and then spend, you know, Saturday and maybe some of the time on Sunday there and then eat lots of food and ride all the rides and probably a lot of, I'd say pizza. got to have some pizza. That's a, definitely a weekend food for me. Um, yeah, I think that, that'd be a great weekend trip. And yeah, we'll leave it at weekend. I keep thinking about more stuff I want to do, but I got to remember that I only have a, a limited time in a weekend. So yeah. Yeah. For me, Um, for me, I definitely would love to hit more than one park, but I've really grown to love Coaster Crew and Buzzed Bars, like events. 
Um, I haven't been to Buzz Bars, like their big events in a while, but um, my weekend coaster trip definitely includes that type of socialization. And I like it because you can like, you kind of get to pick. So you can go off and do your own thing and experience the coasters on your own, but then you also have the option to socialize and like have a lot of fun and meet new people and do those kind of things. And I think that any weekend trip that incorporates one of those events are like ideal for me. I agree. I didn't even think about that. And um, I was going to say this, uh, you brought up buzz bars and they have an event coming up in September. I know it's a ways away, but I believe it's um, super duper stumble that will be at Hershey. Uh, they're going to release more information, you know, coming soon. But I feel like that might be the one event that I'll, you know, a, an event that I will be at for sure this year. So I'm going to try to make it a point to go to Hershey for their event. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I will definitely be there as well because I'm, I'm only a couple hours out from that event. Um, so I for sure am planning to be there for that event. Um, yeah, but that like that is a perfect example. Like that would be an awesome weekend going there, seeing everyone for an event. There's going to be so many people who it might be their first time at Hershey, including you, Chris, if you go then. Um, and Hershey is just like, it's a fun park. But yeah, I like going with other people. And again, I love being able to like, pick how much you do with everyone how much you do alone but when you go with just like one or two people like it's still fun and I love it but I just really do love having the option to like just socialize and meet new people as well yeah that's what I was gonna say is like that's one of my big things is like I really want like I'm still kind of newer in the community so obviously not a lot of people know who I am. So that's one of the things that I would like to do at these types of events is just meet new people and just, you know, make new friends that, you know, you randomly talk to when they're like, Hey, you're going to this bike. Okay. I'll meet you there. You know, like whatever, some stuff like that. Like that's what I'm really looking forward to. And that's what I, I see all, a lot of people in friends groups do that. And like, they just randomly run into people at parks. Like that's just uh, the whole idea of that to me is just exciting. And that's what I really like. Yeah, it's definitely, and those events is like a lot of what makes that doable for me and like makes that all happen. Cause it's like now I'm not like all the time, but there's a lot of times where I'll, I'll go to a park and it's like someone that I met in an event is also there. Um, and yeah, it's just like meeting new people and always having people to go to parks with, um, and you just meet people that do all different things. Like, all they come from all different backgrounds and all different, like, work environments. And it's a really cool community because there's so many different types of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yep. Well, um, I believe that this is, uh, we have reached the end of this chaotic episode that we have had tonight. Um it's been fun. I mean, this has been a really fun episode to record. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm on one today. I'm having fun too, but I feel like I have not made sense. Like I'm just rambling. No, it's, it's so funny. Like we were talking about this earlier. Like we're like, okay, so I, I think we have this and it'll probably be a shorter episode, but it's every time we say that it goes, 
over an hour or so. Welcome to your hour-long podcast. Probably every episode after this, more than likely. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there was a time where we thought every episode was going to be like 40 minutes. And I don't <laughs> think a single one has been 40 minutes yet. Um, so We like to talk. What can we say? Yeah. I like talking about roller coasters and stuff, so it's just easy to do. Yeah, exactly. We end up here and we end up rambling and LFG. Yep. LFG for LYF. Yes. I already forgot about LYF. I'm making it happen. LFG for LYF. Yes. No. Anyway. LYF? I can't even remember what it is. Life? Oh, LYF. See, this is what I'm talking about. Tonight has been great. This has been fun. <laughs> Guys, it's been great. I need to go to bed. Um... <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to end it here. So we will catch you on the NEP episode. See you guys. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.